the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, San Diego and beyond. And I have to laugh because the content of this show is so varied, you know, one time we'll have a musician in, in the studio singing and worshiping, and another time we'll have people from all parts, actually all parts of the United States and also from other nations, including Israel, talking about pertinent things from their point of view, because the content of Come Together San Diego deals with coming together San Diego. <laughs> uh, what an amazing insight I just gave you. Anyway, but Coming Together San Diego also includes coming together other believers in other areas of uh, California, other areas of the United States, other areas of the world. And uh, that's our heart cry here is to bring these different points of view, godly points of view together, so you, my listening friend, can get a sense of what's going on in the city, the state, the nation, and the world. This show is no different from that, but the content is different. I want you to meet a newfound friend uh, and his wife, also a newfound friend, I will say, uh, Pastor Chad Roberts and wife Sadie. They are on the lines. I'm going to put them on the line with you here, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit about them and let them say, oh, yeah, Kaz, that's not what I told you to say. <laughs> hey, Pastor Chad Roberts, how you doing? Hello, how are you? I'm fine. Forgive my cornball humor. You just have to deal with it. And Sadie, good to have you, and indeed, stay classy, San Diego. I agree with you on that. <laughs> You, you, you can't get away with nothing around here. <laughs> We're going to have so much fun, but what a remarkable story. And, uh, Chad, you and I are going to take uh, the forefront on a couple segments, and we're going to give your wife, Sadie, the opportunity to, to dive on in on the forefront on another segment or two a little bit later on. But uh, I'm going to have you, uh, Pastor Chad, kind of give the overall over, the overall overview of the who, why, what, where, when, and how. By the way, my listening friend, this this man and his wife are also uh, on the Salem Media Group uh, air on KPRZ. It's called Awakened, A-W-A-K-E-N-E-D, to Grace on Sundays at 6 p.m. on this station tomorrow. Okay, Pastor Chad. Tell us a little bit about the who, why, what, where, when, and how. We've, by the way, my friends, if we sound like we're familiar with one another, it's because we've had good, deep conversations already to prepare for this time with YOU. Pastor Chad Roberts. Well, thank you so much for having us. It's it means a great deal to us to be on with you tonight. And uh, yeah, we joined the KPRZ family, I believe, just last month in the month of June. And we pastor a church in Tennessee called Preaching Christ Church. And as the Lord began to develop our church, began to develop our ministry, 
Sadie and I went through a change in life that flipped our world upside down. In 2016, I had went to Central America. I've traveled all over the world, training church leaders, helping plant churches. I believe I've been to roughly 40 nations. And I was in Central America training pastors. I was uh, helping lead a pastor's conference. And they wanted to hike to a Christian radio tower that was um, on the north border of Nicaragua overlooking Honduras. Oh, my. And we hiked up that large mountain. We climbed up the radio tower. They had a large platform. And when I reached the top of that platform, blood vessels behind my left eye burst. I mean, just like a spider web of blood. And as you can imagine, oh, the panic, you know, I felt in that moment. I quickly came down off the mountain and, um, you know, within a day the blood had dissipated, but I knew something major was going on. I stayed. I finished our mission. But um, when I got home, you know, obviously I went to an eye doctor. They sent me to a retina specialist. And sure enough, they said, you have no no choice, you're going to have to have surgery. So fast forward a few months, I had two failed eye surgeries where they accidentally tore my retina, leaving me completely blind in my left eye. It wasn't, but about 18 months later, I went blind in my right eye. Sadie and I, our fourth child was born the week that I went completely blind. And um, so, you know, as you can imagine, it changed our lives. It kind of flipped everything upside down, but oh, how God's helped us. And at that same time, all of these things were converging. The Lord was leading us to begin a ministry called Awakened to Grace. And Awakened to Grace is a 25-minute national radio program. And, uh, you know, we take take teachings and we take special presentations. We create music. We write articles. We publish books. Basically, it's a gospel-centered content ministry. And so we were launching awakened to grace all at the same time. And, you know, I look back now, I look back now at how God was uh, preparing everything. Now when people hear us, like on KPRZ, and they find out that I'm blind, it's like it creates a different intrigue with a listener, you know? know, They're walking through their own storms. They're walking through their own trials. And now, you know, I have an opportunity to say, hey, I'm going through something too, but God's grace is sufficient. Yes. Pastor Chad and and Sadie, one of the, I have ulterior motives on this show, and one of the things my purpose is for other people listening to say, I am using this testimony or this insight from your co-host or guest, Kaz, to uh, speak to me and my life and my lifestyle. And you mm-hmm. having some yeah. uh, life-changing uh, injuries uh, on, your, on your behalf uh, is going to be a springboard to a lot of other people that they may think, think you know, oh, poor me, this has happened to me or this is going to happen or in progress happening to me. And I want them to be assured that God is in control and can use everything that happens to you to have you apply that through you to other people. 
And Sadie, your your story is not lost e- either. I mean, you as you know, I can identify with uh, different wives having husbands that have had challenges and coming alongside them. I think a lot about the military uh, wives as well having challenges that they have to you know become the Proverbs thirty one wife, and uh, uh, it really is a is an empowerment to and through you as well. And, and so I want to use the show. I, my ulterior motive is to cause other people to go, hey. Interesting story. I can apply pieces of that to my life and become stronger and better and more empowered. So uh, any quick thoughts? Here, here's what's going to happen, Pastor Chad. i got to allow Sadie to give her little input wherever she wants <laughs> because we, we understand the, the empowerment that wives are for their husbands. Absolutely. Any thoughts, Sadie? Absolutely. Um, looking back, um, growing up in the Bible Belt and in the South, people will you will hear the saying, I don't know how people do it without Jesus. And I've always kind of thought that that was cliche and just kind of something that you say until you are thrown into it. And yes. now I honestly, I don't know how people do it without Jesus. Um, I hear all the time, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how you get everything done. I don't know how to be so joyful. And it's not me. It's, it. uh, it's, not, it's not anything that I can do or I can just bring out of myself it is jesus and all of his fruits inside of me and um, when when people are going through a hard time you have to find jesus that's right hold that thought hold that thought because we've got a commercial break but here here's the point when you're going through a hard time depend upon jesus actually depend upon him uh, hard times easy times and in between times as well because you'll realize that he has your life under control my listening friend I'm thrilled to have Pastor Chad Roberts and his wife, Sadie. They are new broadcasters on uh, the Salem Media Group and KPRZ. The show is called Awakened to Grace, broadcasting on Sundays at 6 p.m. But we've got more information to share with you. It's going to change the way you look at life and life challenges when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. We're right in the thick of a remarkable conversation with two newfound friends from a state called Tennessee. I think that's somewhere, I would say, that's kind of uh, east of San Diego. <laughs> that's pretty safe since we're on the coast. <laughs> so great fun talking with Pastor Chad Roberts and his wife, Sadie. And we're talking about issues dealing with uh, what could normally be incapacitating injuries and how God can use those things to impact you positively for your family, for, you know, your 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 spouse, um, and for even your church or ministry, if you allow, will allow him to do that. And uh, Pastor Chad has been challenged with blindness, and this is not from birth. This is a recent occurrence, and uh, he, you know, he had a pretty good idea on where he wanted to go with ministry and life, and all of a sudden things came in the way that, uh, like Paul's thorn in the flesh, isn't that right, Pastor Chad? That's exactly right. You know, prior to blindness, I think uh, I would have used different language than Paul used in Second Second uh, Corinthians twelve. You know, Paul said, "I have been given a thorn in the flesh, a thorn in the side." I think I would have said 
you know, I've been struck by yeah, exactly. or I've been given calamity or I've been afflicted with. But to use the word given, and now, you know, I look back over these last several years, what felt like such a scary situation, it's made uh, it's made our marriage so much richer. I feel like it's made me a, but, uh, a much better parent. Even our church, you know, I tried with all my might to cause our church to grow more, you know, when I had eyesight. And now it seems like now that I've went blind and I can't do everything, now the church is exploding. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the Lord, here's what I tell people. There have been far more gain than there has been lost oh in blindness. And, you know, when David said, the Lord, you know, doesn't he make us to lie down in green pastures? And that's what the Lord did with me in blindness. He made me to lie down. And now the contentment, the peace, oh, there's such fruits that hang from this tree called blindness. And it's changed my life. It's absolutely changed my life for the better. Well, you know, what it did, actually, what it did, it it really, pardon the pun, it wasn't meant to be, but it magnifies your ministry, but it magnifies your relationships with your wife and your family and your friends as well. One of the things that I, as I've looked through who you are and what you do, I I snoop a little bit, I have to admit, but I I love how you involve yourself in so many different aspects of things. You're multimedia related. I love that. And, And you... Uh, deal with that throughout uh, your your ministry. We'll talk a little bit more about that as well. And uh, I keep seeing Sadie pop up here and there, and I realize that she's that Proverbs 31 person that the Bible speaks yeah. of as well. But one of the things that you mentioned I would like to bring some attention to in this segment is one of the things that you do really is have a chance to really look at the nation's indecisiveness. We're talking about families. We're talking about uh, many aspects of society and things like that. And there's an opportunity for you, like when something, a malady happens to you, it's, uh, you can go one of two directions. You can be complacent and adapt the old poor me attitude, or you can say, this is to be my springboard into what God wants me to do. And I, I look at what's going on in the world today, but also in the United States, and I go, there are believers that are using this for an excuse to say, oh, woe is me. And then I see those like you Chad and Sadie, that use this as a springboard to say, oh, no, not woe is me. This is an opportunity. How do we apply that? So would you like to talk a little bit about that? You can choose a subtopic, whether it's family or government or, you know, any any aspect that you want to, and and I'll let you know. Well, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, as as I hear you describe that, I, I think God gives every single believer, no matter if, no matter what the circumstance is of life, we have the opportunity to choose joy. Ooh. And you know, when we look at whether it's personal trials, whether it's family things that are beyond our control, or if it's divisiveness that we see in our country right now. If we see, you know, when we look at the state of the country, it's so disheartening. But yet a believer has the opportunity to choose how we are to react, how we are to respond. Sadie and I were just talking before the program in Philippians chapter 4. Paul says, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. Say that you know, again that slowly. Is, uh, your reasonableness? Yes, yes. Oh. That means 
your right reaction. It means a mature reaction. And isn't that, isn't that what we need in the church today? Isn't that what we need as Americans Absolutely. today? We need to have the right response. We need to have the mature reaction of, as Christ followers. And so I think, you know, when we choose joy, when we choose a right response, it just transcends. It, to, it transcends all of our problems. It transcends situations that are outside of our control. It even transcends politics and the state of the country. Oh we can just rise above the noise. Rising above the noise. And, it, you know, anybody who's trying has ulterior motives against Judeo-Christian values and against you and I, my listening friend, they are taken back by this unusual response and it, give, it opens the door for them actually hearing truth. That's right. That's right. And, and I, I can't wait. You know, a little later, Sadie's going to lead us in talking about discipleship. But that's, you know, that's what Sadie had to do. When I remember clearly when we sat in the doctor's office and the doctor said, most likely you're going to go completely blind. Oh and I remember, I remember the way she began crying. And I think right then she made the choice. No, our family, we're going to choose joy. And, you know, I look back, you know, when we were dating, who had any idea that we were going to face the challenges of this? I mean, we could have never dreamed. You know, we we had so much fun dating. You know, I things got weird. I had to take a restraining order out on her. Things got real weird. No, I'm just kidding. You're going to get equal time to get even. Don't worry about it. I'm teasing. My listening friend, you know I'm teasing here because part of the uh, chemistry of a husband and wife is the ability to – to playfully tease and not get smeared as a result of it. <laughs> so, Kate, so uh, Sadie, you know, you're going to have equal time. But I think that is what has made uh, Christ so glorified in our marriage, in our ministry. It's the right response. It's the right reactions. And every believer has the opportunity to walk in that kind of spiritual maturity. Oh, I love it. Sadie, insights, please. No, we when we were talking earlier, we were joking, but I think that the right response for anything, parenting, uh, to your spouse, I think just being able to say okay, and walking walking away and not causing an argument and Ooh. just giving giving some giving some space to to think and to think level headed and think rightly. Um, I think just not engaging in arguments and just being able to to break away and uh, letting letting the tension breathe. Oh, I, um, I think that is a response that Jesus was looking for. I agree. Let me ask you a question. Both of you are going to respond. Holy Spirit indwells us and directs us. Sometimes I believe that Holy Spirit has, I know that he has us on a training process so that we can know what Holy Spirit is going to do and say because we have that familiarity and relationship with Holy Spirit. So one of the things that I see happening in in my life is Holy Spirit gives us a a chance to just respond rightfully so that we can actually learn about uh, the character of God. And he gives maybe give us a little space and we go something and we can't close our mouth fast enough. And we shouldn't have said that. And Holy Spirit says, hmm, okay, well, that was a good lesson. Take that and go from there. And I, so one of the things I think the Lord rejoices in is training us. <laughs> and Holy Spirit mm-hmm. is the great trainer of all times. Uh, 
That's right. We've got about uh, two or three minutes left in this segment. So, you, by the way, my listening friends, oftentimes you know that I bring people on not as guests but uh, as co-hosts. And so Pastor Chad Roberts and Sadie are my co-hosts. So I'm going to say this to my co-hosts. We've got about two or three minutes left in this segment, co-hosts. How would you like to close this as we prepare for the next segment? By the way, my listening friend, if you, if you want to communicate with me, you can, you can do that um, by going to um, Come Together San Diego at kprz.com. And this is a good time, probably, Pastor Chad, to give a, a, a website for you, and then I'll have you help close this segment. Sure. No. Yeah, people can find out more at awakenedtograce.com. No, just springboarding off of what Sadie said, you know, not arguing with people, not having that feeling that we always have to be right. Or the last you know, word. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, exactly. You know, I was just reading last night. Well, I was listening to, I was, I, I was listening to the book of Titus last night. And Paul says in Titus, don't entangle yourself in quarrels, in arguments, in all of these things. Don't entangle yourself in all that. You know, let let people think whatever they want to think, but don't don't always engage. Um, you know, with the point of view that I have to prove my point. No, we just yep. we just follow Christ. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my listening friend, I hope this is an inspiration to you. Uh, things are going on in the world where we need to listen and obey and obey quickly, Holy Spirit of God's directions for our lives and the our lifestyle that will impact so many others. But part of this is the training for us to actually uh, be equipped uh, as things move forward. God wants to have his saints activated by Holy Spirit, but he wants us to be so endued and familiar with Holy Spirit by, by going, you know, you wear those wristbands. What would Jesus do? Well, what would Holy Spirit do? And, and, and Holy Spirit wants to have us that, with that relationship so we just know in an instant, and there's your one witness, you become a witness, and Holy Spirit becomes your other witness, and then you rock and roll. <laughs> so, so let's uh, talk a little bit about—we've only got about uh, 30 seconds left. So my listening friend, what we're going to do, I wanted to have uh, Pastor Chad Roberts and uh, Sadie— uh, get ready to talk a little bit about another component of their ministry. If you will visit them, uh, once again, the a website again, Pastor? Awakenedtograce.com. Yes, and you will realize that they are very multimedia-oriented and very uh, sharp on today's uh, media capabilities. We'll talk a little bit about that, and, uh, and also encourage you to go on Sunday to Awaken to Grace at 6, uh, six o'clock uh, uh, on uh, Sunday this show is remarkable, 6 p.m. Anyway, we're going to talk more about those things. And my listening friend, take, begin taking notes unless you're driving, of course, and then just pay close attention and write the notes after you stop at a stop sign or something. Because we're going to talk more about this and other important things, even how multimedia can be your tool instead of your enemy when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to Come Together San Diego. The whole purpose of this show is to inspire you and others around you to come together. And uh, I want you to remember this name of a radio show because uh, that's the, the, uh, the name of the show that my guests or my co-hosts uh, uh, present every Sunday. It's called Awakened to Grace, and it's broadcasting on KPRZ on Sundays at 6 p.m. 
So this is actually broadcast by Pastor Chad Roberts and his wife, Sadie, and they are with me for the entire two hours of Come Together San Diego. And we're talking about, first of all, we began talking about what people may call debilitating injuries. Uh, If you look at it from God's perspective, they are abilitating injuries as well. Pastor Chad Roberts and Sadie, welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> you know, we were we were talking at the close of the other segment about multimedia and mo- the multimedia component, how to make it your friend and not your enemy. As I have looked at some of the things that you do, multimedia plays a, a big role. We'll talk a little bit about that, and then maybe we can get into some of the multimedia components that uh, make your ministry unique and what it is. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, we feel so called to create content that help people grow spiritually. You know, Paul said it so well in Colossians 1, 28 and 29. Paul said, it's for this purpose that I toil. He said to present everyone mature in Christ. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the bottom line of Awakened to Grace. We want to see everyone mature in their faith. We want to see them mature in their walk with the Lord. We want to see them mature in their understanding of Scripture and the applying of it to their life. And so that's why Awakened to Grace exists. And, you know, we think if Paul were alive today, we think he would be preaching right in people's phones. We believe he'd be right in their tablets, right in their laptops, on radio, on television. He would be utilizing all of this great media, and that's what we are aiming to do. That's why, you know, we we write devotions, we uh, we uh, write articles, we create music, any form of media. We want to take the truth of Scripture. We want to make it plain to people. You know, I laugh sometimes and say, how ironic that God would take a blind pastor to help people see God and His Word more clearly. But that's what God's doing with us and through us, and we're so thankful for it. I love that. Any thoughts, Sadie, as I uh, dig more deeply into this uh, multimedia component? No, we just wanted to make it very convenient for people on the go. Um, you can listen in your car, and, you know, on your way. And um, we wanted to make it very user-friendly to where anybody from any generation can use it and um, hear encouraging teaching and not just encouraging, but Bible truth that have sound theology and doctrine and um, just encourage people to grow in a way that's just right at their fingertips. I love it. And your comment about any generation that includes my older, older, older generation as well. (laughs) So I got a new a new uh, phone, and I'm always challenged a little bit to see how to use it. And every time it's always, well, it's a lot easier than I thought. Well, it's a lot easier than my thought. And my wife goes, yeah, I told you so. <laughs> yeah, I, I can identify with that. So uh, other applications for multimedia that will kind of springboard into some other things. You, you had some uh, uh, a, a website, too, that's tied to this. Uh, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, our our website is so important because the way that Awaken to Grace is designed, we realize that, you know, most people are never going to step foot inside of the church that I pastor, and that's more than okay. We want people, no matter where they live, no matter what culture, what country, no matter what part of the United States, we want everyone to be able to connect with the truth of Scripture. You know, I heard a quote a long time ago that I've never 
forgotten. They said that if preaching is done right, it's one of the oldest crafts in the world. And I believe that because I can read sermons from the 1800s, the 1500s, and and even further back, and the truth is still the same. It's still relevant today. So, you know, our website, we've got a mobile app. We have a free mobile app simply called Awakened to Grace. People can download it wherever they get their favorite apps. And literally hundreds, and I don't, I'm not exaggerating, hundreds of life-changing resources are right at people's fingertips. And that makes us so excited. Yes. We write a weekly devotional right now. That weekly devotion goes out every Tuesday to 25,500 subscribers. And as a matter of fact, that's how we got connected to KPRZ. Mm. Some of the management at KPRZ started getting my devotions I had never met them, never knew of them, and they reached out to me and said, Chad, we love your story, and uh, we would love to you know, put you on KPRZ. And that's how God opened the door. That's how he orchestrated the whole relationship. Oh, my. Speaking about multimedia and uh, mobile apps and things like that, let me use this, my listening friend, to kind of sneak a little r- reminder in here on some things that are going on KPRZ. Um, the, KPRZ, as well as... Uh, this Awakened to Grace ministry have mobile apps. KPRZ has one as a mobile app that will help you uh, take KPRZ anywhere. Uh, and it's a, basically an app that's free, and uh, it's from Google Play in the App Store. And basically you can download the uh, KPRZ app and play and apply anywhere, anytime. And I'm just, you know, becoming familiar with these things, and it gives me a good opportunity to say, and... My co-host has a mobile app. Once again, that mobile app address is... <laughs> Awaken to Grace. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, I, I, it's kind of wise if you can tie uh, your, your ministry's names to actually mobile apps, that so that's a good idea, because Awaken to Grace is actually the name of their radio broadcast on KPRZ on Sundays at 6 p.m. Wow, we took care of a lot of things just by uh, tying some strings together, didn't we? Pastor Chad. We love synergy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, um, let's talk a little bit more about uh, um, what God wants. You know, if somebody's intimidated by um, media and multimedia and things like that, you know, there's there's a reason to be cautious about how you use it or, or, or abuse it, or it can abuse you as well. But the other thing is to use, figure out how to use it as a friend. Speak a little bit about that, and then we're going to spend some time setting up the next segment. I know one of your favorite books is the Book of Marks, and Mark and Sadie, probably you mm-hmm. as well. So um, just a, a, an encouragement about using uh, multimedia and not allowing it to abuse you, and then we'll get into mm-hmm. the preparation for the next segment. Well, I agree. And, you know, I think the Lord, especially in our generation, the Lord wants these things to be tools for us. But obviously we can get out of balance. And, you know, it's interesting. If the Lord saw fit to open my eyes tomorrow, I mean, if the Lord just healed me and just my eyes came open, I'll be very honest with you. My number one concern would be going back to the time I wasted on social media, browsing the internet, <laughs> watching TV, oh that would be the number one concern I would have. Um, so yeah, yeah, we have to guard. We have to guard. You know. Oh my! 
So, my listening friend, uh, I, if you've been longing to hear more about Sadie, that's coming up very soon because she has a couple segments she's going to spend with us as well. But uh, in the next segment, I want to talk a little bit about one of the f- favorite books of Pastor Chad Roberts, and that's the book of Mark. And, you know, as I look at the book of Mark, I'm finding new, new basically there are newfound revelations about how to live life in the NOW now. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and both Pastor Chad and Sadie, you're going to give some insights on that when we come, yep, right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Well, thank you, my friends. I, I appreciate you joining us on this Come Together San Diego broadcast. You can tell every week on Come Together San Diego from 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, we have different topics, and each one is commanding in its own way. And this one is no less commanding than any of the others. But the uh, launching pad for this is a little bit different. We're talking a little bit about how to deal with debilitating uh, maladies and having God turn them into abilitating uh, strengths. And uh, I have as my co-host for this entire broadcast, Pastor Chad Roberts from a place called Tennessee. And I think you're supposed to say that with an accent, but I, I, I tried and I don't do too well. It's kind of like when I, deal, try, to, <laughs> when I try to quote Hebrew words, I, I'm, I'm terrible. And, and his wife, Sadie, they have some insight that I think you're going to love. And his, the, the D what people would call debilitating uh, issue with uh, Pastor Chad is he has of, of late, in a few years now, been blinded by an unusual accident or situation. And uh, he has realized that God is using that as a stepping stone and not a stumbling block. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But one of the things that we're going to talk about in this segment are one of his favorite books. You know, if you've hung around the Bible for a while, you have your favorite books as well. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure that Leviticus may not be one of them. But he, one of his, <laughs> I'm just joking, my friend. Um, one of his favorite books is the book of Mark. And uh, Sadie can put insight into this as well. But why the book of Mark? Pastor Chad. Well, so yeah, so you know, the first of this year, uh, we decided to preach chapter through, chapter by chapter through the book. You know, our favorite way to to teach scripture is exposition. We love to just go phrase for phrase, line for line, precept for precept, and so we we chose to do that for the Gospel of Mark. And I knew the Lord was drawing me to the book. I, I didn't realize. Uh, all of the purposes uh, before we made the commitment to go through it. But, you know, as we dug into it, oh, the truths, the principles, the life change that came, it, uh, it just it really emerged as some of my favorite content in the Bible. One of the things that the Lord taught me through that, because, you know, when I suffered blindness, obviously, I believe the Lord has the ability to heal me. And I've prayed many times for the Lord to heal me. My church regularly prays for the Lord to reopen my eyes, just like the scales fall from Paul's eyes. And, you know, many, many times in the Scriptures, blinded eyes were open. God specializes in these things. And I believe that God can most certainly open my eyes. But one thing that I always felt bad about is when I would listen to the book of Mark or read through it, 
you know, it would say Jesus and everything he did, it, it was immediate, immediate. So I would feel very inadequate. You know, I'd be like, Lord, what's wrong? That You know, I'm praying, but I'm not seeing this immediate response. And when I really dug into the soil of these scriptures, when we really got down to the roots, what I learned is one of John Mark's favorite words was the word immediately. I think he uses it over 40 times in the short 16 chapters. He uses it as much in the book of Mark as all of the other three Gospels use it combined. And what I learned was Mark was not saying that everything Jesus did was immediate. What he was saying is that he is he is driving the reader to an urgency. There you He's go. Driving, you know, his his audience was the Roman Christians who were facing severe persecution, and he was driving them to make a decision, are you going to follow Christ? Are you going to fall away with Rome? Are you going to fall away under the persecution, or are you going to follow Christ wholly? And so because he wrote with urgency, because he's driving them to a decision, and what I learned was, yes, as believers, yes, God can work immediately, but you know what the Lord really loves? He loves to mix faith with endurance, and sometimes <laughs> we have to wait on the Lord. Yes. And so it took all that pressure off of me that, oh, something's wrong with me because God isn't healing me immediately. Oh, my. This reminds me it of the book of Habba- so Habakkuk, where it says, I will stand upon my watch, oh. and I, I will wait and see what the Lord says to me when I am reproved. And while, you know, the vision is for an appointed time, uh, though it tarry, wait for it. But when it comes to yes. pass, it shall come to pass and not tarry. This is exactly what you're talking about here. God has given us yes. stuff, and... You know, there's an immediacy about it, but also there's, it, that immediacy is tied to urgency. Pay attention. Mm. Maybe the sooner yeah. we get it, like the, the children of Israel going you know, 40 years in the wilderness, they didn't have to. If they dealt with God's word and directives properly, they could have cut many years off their travels. So maybe, <laughs> maybe we can, too. Yes. Any further thoughts? I enjoyed it so much. Oh, go ahead, Sadie. Oh, I, no, we enjoyed the book of Mark so much that we named our son John Mark. Um, <laughs> and in fact, our, so our youngest son, his name is John Mark, and he is going to turn four in November. Mm. And um, he is Miss Express. Um, I, just, I love that. He's so, he's terrible. I love him so much, but he's so mean. But when Chad was <laughs> preaching, when he first started <laughs> preaching through the book of Mark, he kept saying, Mark, which is for like that's Mark's real name, John Mark. Yes. And um, his pulled him to the side one Sunday morning, and she said, "Chad, do you realize that you've been calling him John Mark this whole time?" Like, yeah, mom, that that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, I, I, I'm just loving this insight, my friends. You have a probably a favorite book of the Bible, but you can have more than one favorite, and there are reasons that. Uh, Pastor Chad loves the book of Mark, and immediacy uh, or urgency is one of them. You, you talk about urgency. We are in more urgent times than ever before. Would you agree, Pastor Chad? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, uh, I think you know, the day that we live in, it calls for such spiritual maturity. And there's no other place to get that. There's no other place to gain it 
other than the Word of God. We have to, it has to be part of our daily life if we're going to mature in our walk with the Lord as, as we need for these days. Yes, 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 yes. Mark is very relevant to our lives. And that's what we really need now is relevancy. But we also actually need to have a working, functional knowledge of Scripture because, uh, you know, you talk about uh, uh, challenging times. If you've got it embedded, then you can, you know, it's kind of in your reserve. You can call on Scriptures because God has given them and embedded them into you. And one of the real values of memorizing Scripture is you don't have to go, hang on for a second, where do I find that Scripture? It's already embedded Mm. there. And Mark will help That's us right. do that. Continue, if you would. We've got about three minutes. Oh, or so well, this segment. yeah, since now, since losing eyesight, I have got to memorize Scripture like never before. Oh, yes. It's the only way that I can that I can utilize it. And, you know, I, I'm just finishing right now. I'm finishing my fourth book, which is on the armor of God. And, and, and you know, many of your listeners certainly will know this. But, you know, there's two words for the scriptures, uh, Logos and Rhema. Mm-hmm. Well, while Logos means the entirety of God's word, Rhema means those individual sayings or, you know, based, as we know them, those individual verses. Mm-hmm. And so when we commit those things to memory, oh, it's like having those swords of the Spirit. It's like having that dagger that we can do spiritual warfare with. And it's just, it, it makes everything different. And uh, so... Yeah, we, we, we need to memorize the Scripture. Mark is such a great place to start. You know, I loved that from the very beginning in Mark, he tells us, verse 1, that Jesus is the Son of God. But, you know, you, you read all through the chapters, and the disciples are trying to figure it out. Jesus would come to, uh, you know, someone demon-possessed, and the demons would know him. They would say, this is Jesus Christ. But then, you know, he would calm the sea or he would feed thousands or whatever. And what would the disciples say? The disciples would scratch their heads and go, who is this man? Yes. But then chapter 8, the middle part of the book, that's where Peter says, you are the Christ. And Jesus says, flesh and blood's not revealed this to you. The Spirit has. And then after the disciples learn who he is, then that, again, that's the urgency to the reader. Who do you say Jesus is? Are you willing to follow Jesus? Oh, it's so special. It is, and it changes you from just reading the words in a book to actually having that living relationship, and that's what's vital. Yes. So many people in the— And when you learn— Go ahead. Yes, no, you're right. And and when you learn that tension that's throughout the text, the disciples trying to figure out who Jesus is, the audience is trying to figure out who he is, and we as the reader, we know from verse 1, in the beginning, uh, uh, yes. the, you know, that, that means archaeology. You know, from the, the beginning, we, we know that Jesus is the Son of God. But, oh, when you come to chapter 16, oh, that's where it is solidified, and that's where we have to make the decision. Do we believe? Are we going to follow? Are we going to become disciples of Jesus? I love it. Oh, can, I love can, it. On the, in the next segment, can we dig more deeply in this? You know, one of my favorite scriptures of all times is in the book of Mark, chapter 16. So I have a feeling we're going to have fun excavating this because God's given us some some wonderful (laughs) nuances. And my listening friend, here's the deal. God has given you the entirety of Scripture for you to take the ones that are appropriate for you, your life, and to embed them into your heart. And by memorizing them, sometimes you can create your own little songs to memorize them as well. But the Word of God is, is sharp. 
and it's powerful, and more so than a two-edged yeah. sword dividing the marrow from the bones. I mean, it's, it's a very, what can I say? It's a very, the best powerful tool that you can use, uh, ushered in by Holy Spirit in these challenging times. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. And this book called Mark, when Pastor Chad Roberts and wife Sadie and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. I'll tell the world. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. And welcome back, my friends, to the second hour of Come Together San Diego. And it's a remarkable show because of the guests, but they're not even guests. They're co-hosts on this show. They are from a place called Tennessee, and uh, they have a ministry called Awakened to Grace. It's actually broadcasting on the Salem Media Group, KPRZ, on Sundays, this coming Sunday, that's tomorrow, at 6 p.m. Check it out, Awakened to Grace. And my uh, co-hosts are Pastor Chad Roberts and his wife Sadie. We're using as a springboard the fact that uh, Pastor Chad experienced what would be called a debilitating uh, accident wherein he became blind in the natural, but one finds out as you talk with him further that this natural blindness can actually be a springboard to overcoming spiritual blindness. So we're dealing with that. One of our favorite topics, what we've been talking about so far, is this book of Mark. And so we're going to return you to that discussion now, Pastor Chad and Sadie. Uh, just an overview of the book of Mark, then I'm excited to get to the last chapter. Chapter 16 of the book of Mark is one of my most favorite uh, scriptures in all the Bible, and Pastor Chad and Sadie and I will share with you why. But kind of give an overview, Pastor Chad, and then we will dive on in. Sure. Yeah, no, well, we spent the whole first of the uh, the first part of this year going chapter by chapter, verse by verse through the book. If listeners wanted to listen to some of it, they could go to awakentograce.com, download the free mobile app, Awakened to Grace. And the series is called Walking with Jesus, because that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to follow him from town to town, village to village. We wanted to see the miracle after miracle that he performed. We wanted to dig around the soil of the text, and we wanted to really understand the book. You know, uh, one of my favorite sermons that I was able to preach from this was, you remember the story of the man that they lowered down, the paralytic, that they literally tore the roof off the house and lowered him down. You know, when I preached that, I preached that unlike any other sermon I've ever done. You know, I really identified with that man because after I went blind, do you know I had such a hard time going out in public? I had such a hard time even going to eat because I knew, you know, being a person with sight my entire life, I didn't know that many blind people. But now when I walk through a restaurant, I can feel all eyes on me mm. when I spill a drink or, you know, I'm, you know, it's just it's hard. And uh, I really had a hard time going out in public the first several months that I was blind. And, you know, when they tell this paralytic, we're going to strap you down, we're going to remove the roof and we're going to lower you in front of all of these people. I can't imagine the embarrassment that he felt. The man with the withered hand when Jesus pointed him out and brought him up front and he and he said, Stretch out your hand. I picture that man 
had his hand tucked in his robe. Oh, absolutely. I bet no one could see it. Absolutely. And Jesus said, yes. stretch it out. Yes. It stretched my faith. It stretched my disability like nothing else. Then the Lord allowed us, when we preached uh, on Jesus calming the sea, you know, our friends, actually, I believe they're in San Diego, our friends, Pray.com, uh, they featured my sermon in March called The Storm of Your Life. Now, you're talking about blindness. It was a storm like I've never encountered. And when I preached that sermon, the storm of your life, they featured it. And to God's glory, we had 1.5 million listens to that one sermon. Oh, my. I hear every day from people all across the country who are saying, your story resonates with me. My faith is growing because of, you know, how the Lord is using you to preach. It's just, oh, it just, it's everything to us. It means so much to us. Oh, my. Any thoughts, Sadie? And then I'm going to have you both help me dig into this last chapter in the book of Mark. Ooh, what fun. Sadie? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm ready to get into chapter 16. <laughs> uh, I love this lady. We are as well. Chapter 16, one of the most remarkable <clears throat> uh, areas of Scripture that I've found and it bolsters me in times of challenge and need. So I'm going to let you uh, begin this, if you'd be so kind, Pastor Chad Roberts, and then Sadie and I will just jump on in. Well, it's so interesting, you know, when you read the account of the resurrection and where Mark truly ended was when the women leave the tomb. Now, if you pay attention, almost all Bibles will note that the last portion of chapter 16 came at a later time. So we really had to dig into that because, you know, we are of the firm conviction all Scripture is breathed out by God. It's all authoritative, the full canon of Scripture. So if we believe it's completely inerrant, if we believe that, you know, the original text is is without any kind of error, it's the perfect Word of God, then how do you reconcile that the book ends with the women leaving the tomb, and then this portion on these signs shall follow those who believe came at a later time? Uh, you talking about digging. you talking about prayerful study. Um and we dissected it. We, we, we really dove deep into it. But again, when you understand the purpose of Mark, you can understand why the Holy Spirit would have him end with the women leaving the tomb. If you are a Christian in Rome and persecution is raging, why would the gospel stop with the women left the tomb? You know why? Because Mark's saying, you have to decide. You have to decide right now, are you going to follow Jesus? Then, later on, came this portion, these signs shall follow those who believe. And I believe that is every bit as much part of God's Word. I believe it's part of the canon of Scripture. I believe it's inspired. And I think this is how, once believers make that call to urgency, it's a call to action to say, no, these signs will follow my life. I am to pray over people. I am to engage in spiritual warfare. You know, 25% of Jesus, of his earthly ministry that's recorded, is spent casting out devils. And Jesus said, no, you'll walk in the same kind of power. What did Jesus mean when he said, he said, don't marvel at the things that I do. You'll do these things and even greater. Greater, yes. 
Yes, yes. You know what I think is is part of that meaning? You know, the last verse of the book of John says that if everything Christ had done were recorded, John said, I suppose the world itself couldn't contain the books. Well, if Jesus did that, with only three years of ministry, what are you and I expected to do with a lifetime? And if we see every day as this opportunity to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, to fulfill God's call upon our life, you know, I think that's what Jesus meant. You'll do the things that I did, only the frequency and the power of the Holy Spirit, it's going to be so great in your life that God is going, what is it? It's his kingdom coming. It's his will being done on this earth through us. It's amazing. And I think that's what those scriptures are intended. It's the church being the church in this generation on this earth. Pastor Chad, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I use these last, these last verses in uh, Mark uh, 16. I'm where it says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. That's the now. That's the now scripture. And, and he gives five different components there. You know, you shall cast out devils. Uh, you shall speak in new tongues. You shall lift up serpents. You shall lay hands on. You, you shall, uh, if you imbibe any deadly thing, it shall not harm you. And you shall lay hands on the sick and you sh- and you sh- they shall recover. I mean, that's that's absolutely remarkable. And if you look around what's going on in the earth right now, we need... Uh, mega portions <laughs> of each one of those components and we need we need to <laughs> stand exactly on them right. and sometimes we you know the enemy doesn't want you know these are things that are really going to challenge the enemy and his strategies to take us down to take us out and if we can stand on this i'm i call this kind of the the rex all against satan's plan yeah. to for to <clears throat> wreck us all <laughs> well, you know, I told my church, these are not weird scriptures at all. You know, you, you think about when Paul got bit by the venomous serpent in the yes. book of Acts. And you remember he shook it off in the fire and they waited for him to die. No, he had such a divine protection over his life that it didn't harm him. Yes. I, I don't see these scriptures as, as you know, weird or odd or it's just it's the church being the church. Yes. It's beautiful. Yes, yes. It's beautiful. A yes. uh, uh, quick thought, Sadie, because we're going to have to take a commercial break here and then come back and talk about other <clears throat> very, very important things, maybe talk a little bit more about the concept of uh, discipleship and things like that. So any quick thoughts here, Sadie? Um, I don't think so. You guys are really doing a great job of covering <laughs> the topics. I mean... Great job. <laughs> well, see, my listening friend, here's what just happened. The encourager-in-chief was able to come alongside of us and bolster us so that we have confidence for the next segments. <laughs> so in, in the next segments, you know, we're going to uh, spend some time with actually Sadie Roberts talking about uh, uh, the discipleship issue and how important being uh, having disciples come alongside is because, uh, you know, we aren't built to be an island unto ourselves. We are built to bring disciples uh, of all men and women. And uh, that's where the church is empowered in more ways than you can imagine. And these are those mm-hmm. days. So uh, Sadie Roberts and uh, Pastor Chad and I are going to talk about that and so many more things when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Well, welcome back, my friends. We have our co-hosts living in a place called Tennessee, 
and uh, doing a radio ministry and so many other things. The radio ministry is called Awaken to Grace, and it broadcasts on K-Praise on Sundays at 6 p.m. Today is Saturday, so Sundays at 6 p.m. is not that far away. You might want to check it out. You'll love it, and uh, I think uh, you'll be inspired by uh, many of the topics. But here we have a man who is literally blind, but using that literal blindness to overcome spiritual blindness uh, in his ministry. I love that. Uh, Pastor Chad, uh, you and I, uh, we were uh, treated by knowing that your wife is going to spend a couple segments talking about one of her favorite subjects called discipleship. And uh, uh, Sadie, I, I, I suspect that you are ready to rock and roll. I am, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. By the way, my listening friend, let let uh, Pastor Chad and I give this to you as uh, Sadie be- prepares to talk about a discipleship, and we'll use two segments for that. But by the way, that you can get a hold of me by just going to come together San Diego at kprz.com. You can say, Kaz, great show, great topics. I have a recommendation for a future show. I'll pay close attention to that. And also, Pastor Chad, a website for people to access you. AwakenToGrace.com. That's pretty simple, AwakenToGrace.com. Okay, we've been... And another thing (laughs) is, uh, what's really important to him is because he is blind, um, he really loves when listeners email him. So people can email him at PastorChadRoberts at gmail.com, and his AI devices will read to him, and that is like one of the highlights of his day when people do that. I love it. Give that website or that uh, contact information again, would you, Sadie? Sure. It's PastorChadRoberts at gmail.com. Oh, I love it. My listening friend, I hope uh, this is an inspiration for you, and you're about ready to hear another inspiration. Is uh, Sadie Roberts has uh, some insights on discipleship. It's very important to her. And, you know, as you look at, at, you know, generation after generation after generation, the effectiveness of God's Word is really tied to passing the baton to the next generation, and that's where discipleship comes in. Handing it to you. Sadie. Yeah, um, I, uh, growing up in the Bible Belt in East Tennessee, um, I don't know that there was a whole lot of Sundays that I missed going to church. Um, And I think if you ask anybody in this area if they know Jesus, you would get a resounding yes. But unfortunately, that's that's really not the truth. We we know of Jesus. There you go. Um, And I'll. And a lot of people um, think that they know him because they got saved in VBS when they were kids or whatever. So um, I grew up um, going to church, um, and I also grew up like going to rock concerts with my parents. I grew up very strange. But um, one key element that I missed in church was that discipleship. And I think a lot of people take that for granted. Um, and just how important that is. Yes, and probably and, um, a little definition here would be helpful too, Sadie, for discipleship. A, a definition of discipleship, you are taking somebody by the hand and walking them to Christ, and then you are teaching them how to do the exact same thing with somebody else. I love it. So, and I, I got really passionate about discipleship um, probably about three years ago. Um, my entire world changed when Chad went blind. Um, again, I was a Christian and I did the right, I married a pastor for goodness sake. So I (laughs) knew the Lord that I didn't know him and I didn't know his characteristics and I didn't know how to study the Bible. And it took 
him going blind and me coming to the end of myself to reach out for Jesus and to reach out for him and all of the the strength and the joy and the hope that he offers. And um, it took people coming beside me and teaching me how to study the Bible and loving to study the Bible. And now I have a, a great passion for that and, and helping other people do that. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, how does this play out in a daily uh, walk? Now, you, you know, you're a pastor, a pastor wife, and um, people go, well, she needs to do discipleship. That's part of her calling. But look in the mirror, my friend. Discipleship and making disciples is really your calling as well. I'm going to hand it back to you, Sadie. Absolutely. I um, I started a New Believers class here at our church, and I have taken— the the goal is for when people get baptized, they go through a six-week class. And Greg Laurie, if you're listening, I use your material. <laughs> <laughs> so but he, it's great. But um, we go through six weeks, and we learn about fasting, and we learn about what communion is. And, you know, when I was growing up, I would hear all of these pastors pray. And I thought that when you prayed, you had to use certain words, and you had to use a cadence and a rhythm and there had to be certain things that you say. And I, so I would never pray out loud. But once I really realized and learned what prayer was, it's just a conversation with your Heavenly Father. Yes. You don't, I say the word stupid in my prayer so many times. I say, <laughs> I say things in my prayers that I did not think that I could say, but it is, He knows my heart, He knows who I am. So when I have a conversation with Him, that is what prayer is. Yes. And um, I want I'm I am very very passionate about teaching other people those things that we think we have an understanding of but we don't really know. Yes, the Apostle Paul says, "Any man or woman who thinks that they know a thing do not know it as they ought to know it." And so, and, and as far as discipleship and praying and talking to the Lord, you know, if you're using other people's words, then they're not your words. Use your own words. Right. And one of the things I think happens when a person hears you praying and they go. Listen to the words she's saying. This she's talking just like she's talking. She talked to me just before she broke into prayer, and it's the same kind of language. That's kind of amazing. What that does, it takes the mystique out of prayer, and it puts you into a one-on-one relationship. And other people can go, "I can do that," and all of a sudden, you've launched them into a more intimate relationship. I love it. Absolutely, Uh, and that's just it. It's a relationship. Um, and that's what I'm, I'm trying to teach my children and, and younger believers in our church. I'm trying to teach them that it is a relationship. And I was talking to my daughter, Piper, the other day, and I was telling her, you know, you know me. You know that I am forgetful because I forget you a lot. <laughs> you know that I am, I, I'm a, you know that I will feed you dinner because I have done that before. You, you know me because we have a relationship. Yes. We spend time together. We talk to each other, um, we laugh together, and we we hang out together. You know me because that is what we do. And I said, the Lord knows you because He created you. Yes. He knows that you are stubborn. He knows that you are passionate. That you have that you have leadership ability. He knows those things about you. But what do you know about Him? Oh my! And so that's what I'm trying to teach these new believers and these kids. Get to know the Lord. When he says that he is Jehovah Jireh, what mm-hmm. does that mean? When he says that he is Jehovah Rapha, what does that mean? You are praying and you are getting to know those characteristics of the Lord. Oh my, that is so true. 
And you know, one of the problems is we, you know, we think, okay, well, I've studied this, these scriptures and I've uh, memorized these verses, and you can memorize verses without understanding the character of the person about whom these verses relate. And that's, I think, one of the big challenges in today's church environment. There are people that, that say that they know the word, but they don't know the word bearer, and that can be of danger. And so this discipleship and discipling people in not only introduces them to the Scripture, but the author of the Scripture as well. And that makes a tremendous difference, particularly in these days. Agreed, Sadie? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the Bible says that even demons know the Word of God. <laughs> I mean, when Satan was tempting Jesus on the mountain there, I mean, he used Scripture. Yeah. Yep, and yep, yep. if you don't know the true Word of God and, and the Lord— then it, it it has to go hand in hand. That's exactly, exactly right. Well, we're coming up against a break right here. And uh, Pastor Chad Roberts, I know you're delighted because your wife is a remarkable lady. We're going to be talking more about this uh, topic of discipleship in the next segment. And uh, she may let us provide input periodically as well. <laughs> so uh, It's wonderful. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to take a break and come right back. And, uh, and Sadie is going to share some more about discipleship and even get more closely tied to this younger generation and how they need to be discipled because a lot of people have left them by the wayside. No more, not now, in these urgent times. We'll talk more about that when Sadie and her husband, Pastor Chad Roberts, and Kaz, (laughs) come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Well, welcome back, my friends, to Come Together San Diego. My co-hosts for this two-hour period of time are Tennesseans, or Tennesseeites. I'm not sure exactly how you would say that. Pastor Chad Roberts. Tennesseans. Thank you very much. (laughs) Pastor Chad Roberts and his delightful wife, Sadie. Sadie has launched out in a topic that we're going to spend this segment on as well, dealing with discipleship. Sadie, uh, I know you'll have uh, uh, Pastor Chad and I voice in periodically, but as I take a look at the lay of the land in the body of Christ, this younger generation have been kind of left out in many ways because they've been leaving the church, because they're seeing uh, people that say one thing and do another thing, and that is because... We, you know, we that are in the church, we have preconceived notions on how we need to say, speak these things, thus saith the Lord, and thou and thus, you know, and they go, come on, this is not the real person. I see them uh, on times other than Sunday, and this is far from who they are. God wants us to be whom uh, whom he's called us to be, but not to have, you know, this, these notions about sounding religious. And I think that has been a real cause for many of the younger generation to leave the church and wouldn't you agree that discipleship is really not only for the younger generation to let them know what it really is about to have the relationship, but also for people that are within the church environment saying, get real, be whom God has called you to be instead of this makeshift, make-believe person of religiosity. I'm going to hand it to you, Sadie, and then uh, Pastor Chad and I will give color commentary. Yeah, I mean, Chad was saying earlier about how much better our life has become since Chad going blind. And in most cases, absolutely that is true. I would not trade Chad's blindness for anything. It has brought our family close together. It has brought me closer to the Lord. 
It has brought us as a husband and wife closer together, our church. It's been great, but I also don't want to downplay the hard days either. Yes. So when, yeah, and I think that's what you're talking about. When people are real and transparent, Yes. that is, that gives God space. That gives God the power to move and show how big he is. And so when we are religious and we act like we don't sin, then, then that's just shutting the Holy Spirit out. Then they, we don't need God. Yes, and, and the younger, younger generation Jesus. sees this, and that's why in the past they've left the church in droves, because what they see and what they hear people declare are two different things. Right. So when you grab somebody and walk hand in hand in discipleship, you take them with you through the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> and you are teaching them how to rely on the Lord there is a couple in our church, and he is going through the ordination process, and he recent, uh, he went through our um, New Believers class not too long ago, and now he's leading our Celebrate Recovery group here at church. But it, it is taking them hand in hand, and when they are going, they just went through an incredibly hard time. Their names are Daniel and Christy, and they just went through an incredibly hard time. And Chad and I were able to hold their hand the whole way through and say, you can expect this. Your life isn't going to be perfect, but this is teaching you how to rely on the Lord, and this is teaching you how to give your testimony and how to how to encourage other believers that you are getting ready to walk hand-in-hand hand with on what to do in these next steps. Yes, yes, and somebody who says, you know, they never declare some of the challenges that they're facing gives a false illusion about Christianity. They figure because they're facing these challenges, they're missing the mark somehow, but those the challenges that they're facing are actually springboards, even like blindness is a springboard to supernatural vision. Um, it, it, so w- when you don't deny the challenge that you're facing, then it, you're real, and this draws other people to you, but also to the Lord whom you serve. Yeah, if you look at hard times as a as a punishment from God, think about how much God must have hated the Apostle Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the case. God loved Paul, so he increased his ministry by sending him through the fire to just increase his testimony. My, my. My, my. Chad, any, any, Pastor Chad, any, any thoughts on this? I, this is remarkable insights. And my listening friend, this is going to teach you to be transparent who you are and allow God to intervene so people can uh, know how to deal with these challenges themselves. Pastor Chad? Well, I, I think exactly what was saying people want to see authenticity. They want to see genuineness. For me personally, I love Peter so much. You know, one of my favorite verses about Peter, he denied, he bitterly. We see many of failures. We see so we're, we're losing you here if you're moving around. Uh, just if you oh, I'm so sorry. I'm That's so okay. sorry. But, you know, Peter was extremely genuine, and the Bible shows us his flaws. The Bible shows us where he messed up. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sadie, oh, go Can ahead. you hear me now? Oh, yes, I can. Thank you. I'm so sorry. No, you know, exactly what Sadie was saying. People want to see genuineness. They want to see authenticity. That's what I love about Peter. The Bible shows us so many of his flaws. My favorite verse about Peter after he denied the Lord is that he wept bitterly. And I think when people see that 
authenticity in us. Uh, that's that's what draws them to Jesus, not not perfection. God hadn't called a one of us to be perfect. Perfect. He has called us to be real. Wow, wow, wow! And as I look at that word perfection, I I, I oftentimes use the word full maturity. What God wants us to be full mature. And it's generally the reference to that perfection is an us instead of a you, which means that it's a body of Christ jointly joined together to show forth God's full maturity collectively in our life and lifestyles. Anyway, anyway, I, I really appreciate this. And we've got actually several minutes left in this segment. Where would you like to take this uh, co-host, Sadie? <laughs> Um, I did. I, I Chad was talking about Peter, and Peter. I like to call Peter my Bible boyfriend. He is my absolute <laughs> favorite uh, person in the Bible, next to Jesus, of course. But I love who Peter was. He was a hot-headed, bad-mouthed guy who absolutely fumbled the ball, and then just you see in the Book of Acts. What chapter is it, Chad? When Peter, when he does the mic drop of all sermons, chapter <laughs> three. Chapter 3 in Acts, you see him come alive, and there is forgiveness, and there is restoration, and you can just see just oh, such growth in what true discipleship is. Jesus didn't leave him, and Jesus didn't, you know, cut off ties with him when he made a mistake. He he used him. He continued to grow him, and that's what I love about, about Peter and discipleship. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. What would okay now? Let's change your hats a little bit. Now you've, you've been talking about discipleship. Now I want to talk, have you talk to the listeners about them embracing discipleship themselves, not only in their ministry but in their lifestyles as well. And uh, what is the value of instructing in discipleship um, for our, our listeners? What can what can you tell our listeners in the two or three minutes we have left in this segment, Sadie? Sure. Um, I think that. Everybody is the same on the inside. Everybody is looking for their people. Everyone is looking for a place that they belong and a place that they fit. And I think that that's what you do. You meet people where they are, because that's what that's what Paul said to do. He became all things to all people. You meet people where they are, and then you you help them find the giftings that God has given them. Say that and again. You help, you help them, them find the giftings that God has given them. Oh my! Absolutely. God has given us all gifts. I have the gift of gab, perhaps. <laughs> so, but, but no, you help people find exactly where they belong in church. Um, help them use their gifts and help them find their people. Get them plugged into small groups and get them, get them plugged into serving, because when they're serving and using their gifts, they're not only glorifying God, but they feel like they're being used. They feel like they have value, and that's going to keep them grounded in their faith. Yes. Yes, and they don't have to put on airs, you know, like, I have to show myself just to be religious. No, be yourself uh, influenced by Holy Spirit, and that sets a lot of other people free to do the same. Uh, um, Our two boys, uh, Hudson and John Mark, they are five and three. And, you know, we we call uh, Hudson Pete and John Mark repeat, because he (laughs) repeats everything he does, everything he says. And, you know, Sadie was telling me before we came on air, you know, isn't that what Paul said? Paul said, follow me as I follow Jesus. Ooh, I, love I think, you know, it's it's getting close to other believers that is maybe a step or two ahead of you, and you're just learning from them. How do they read the Bible? 
How do they pray? How do they handle life's challenges? And and I think there's a lot of value in imitating that. Oh, uh, you know that, and, and not and not just them. It's their faith that we learn from. That's right. And not only their faith, but their failures. I mean, a lot yeah. a, a lot of times, you know, if you if you're following somebody, you you never know of their failures. Uh, you're not you're not getting a true reading on real life. And when you see somebody dealing with their failures or the challenges that they face, I mean, your blindness, for example, if, if you were to deny the fact that you are blinded, um, that's gonna, it's going to negatively impact other people because they say, I know this person is blind, but they're never mentioning it. This actually becomes mm. your springboard into causing people to recognize God's plans even in the that's midst right. of tribu- tribulation times. And so... When, know, we, we've got about one Sadie more minute talk, left in this segment, so go ahead. When Sadie talks about discipleship, she always talks about transparency, and that's what we have to be as believers. We have to be transparent. Yes, yes, yes. Transparent. I love that. So Sadie and Pastor Chad Roberts and the ministry that they have in San Diego, their radio show called Awaken to Grace on Sundays at 6 p.m. We're going to talk what we like to do in the last segment. Pastor Chad and Sadie, what we like to tie everything together. So we've talked about a lot of things on this uh, upcoming two-hour broadcast. We're going to tie all the things together and give people a way that they can find out more about you and the ministry which which you involve yourself and uh, how to inspire them to move into many of the things that you're moving into as well. We'll do those things in the last segment when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And I am here with my co-host for this entire two-hour broadcast, Pastor Chad Roberts and his wife, Sadie. Chad and Sadie, how you doing? Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, we've had a good time, at, you know, the, the better part of this two-hour broadcast talking about uh, things and basically using the springboard of when you have a, a debilitating, what seems to be a debilitating injury or malady, God will turn that debilitating into abilitating and use this as a powerful tool if you will allow him to do so. So the ulterior motive of this show is to encourage you, my listener friends, if you have a challenge that you consider to be debilitating, watch God show you how he will use it to be abilitating in more ways than one. So Pastor Chad and uh, Sadie, what our hope is in this last segment is that we can summarize the things that we've talked about thus far, and we've talked about a lot of things, and give people a call to action. So Pastor Chad, I'm going to hand it to you, and Sadie, jump on in whenever your heart desires. Well, we consider this such a great opportunity to be with you and all of your listeners tonight. And, you know, as Sadie was saying earlier, we love when people connect with us. We literally hear every single day from people all over the country in many other places throughout the world. Uh, we are on some really great national platforms. We're in many radio markets, just like San Diego. And we feel like God is taking what we are walking through, as well as the truth of His Word, and He is bringing believers into spiritual maturity. Mm-hmm. And so when people connect with us, when they reach out and they let us know who they are, 
are, where they're listening from, and most important, how we can pray for them. That is what we love more than anything. So you've been so kind to mention our website several times. People can find us at awakenedtograce.com. They can download our free mobile app, Awakened to Grace. We have music. We have articles. hundreds and hundreds of sermons. You know, the the most popular series I've ever preached, we preached verse by verse through the book of Revelation, and we get more feedback on that series through the entire book of Revelation than any other content that we have covered. And everything is free on the app, and people can go there and literally life-changing resources are right at their fingertips. Then the other thing that I love is our weekly devotion that goes out every Tuesday. Right now, we have 25,500 people subscribed to our weekly devotions. And if your listeners wanted to check that out, they can go to our website. They can scroll all the way to the bottom. They can submit their email, and they will get our weekly devotion every Tuesday morning. Oh, my, my. You know, Sadie, I appreciate you for hanging in there with uh, Pastor Chad and I, sometimes when we're going off one direction or another, you just are the voice of reason, and we appreciate that. And anything that you want to share here, uh, I'm gonna, we're going to dig a little bit more deeply on uh, words of wisdom to close the show from both of you. But any thoughts here, Sadie? No. Uh, yeah, actually. So Chad was t- saying that you guys can download our app, and I think that that's great, and that's wonderful, and you can do that as you're discipling people. You can share that app. But what I love most about Chad and his complete transparency is when people email him, he has scheduled phone calls. He has scheduled counseling sessions. It's not like you are just emailing some empty space. When you email or call him, his actual personal phone number is on our website. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. But he loves it, and I love that about him, is that he truly wants to talk to people, and he truly wants to be um, uh, just a voice of reason in their life to to lead them to the Lord. So when you email or call or anything, you are actually doing that to Chad, and he loves to respond, and he is incredibly personal. Yes, yes, yes. Sadie, I'm going to let you think about this question. And Pastor Chad, I'm going to ask you, we've got three or four minutes left in the show, but I want you each to consider, you know, the audience that are listening right now. There's an audience that are listening. Some, our general manager and the the leader of the the Salem Media San Diego uh, network here in San Diego, uh, he says you have tire kickers and you have those who have already made the investment into the relationship with God. So my, this is not a slam on any listener, but if you're considering the life of a Christian, don't be deceived that, you know, God wants us to take us to take us from where we are to where he wants us to be and where he wants us to be is going to be glorious. But the challenges are part of the, the, the path. And, 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 and so I want to, Pastor Chad to spend a moment just encouraging our, be, in, encouraging our listeners to uh, go all the way with the Lord, dig more deeply into him. And then uh, I'm going to have Sadie talk about uh, being true to the character of God as she disciples other people and to encourage you to be that disciple as well. So we have about three or four minutes. Uh, Pastor Chad, Great. would you start? Yes. So, you know, when I first started losing eyesight, I remember one day praying 
And I remember asking God if he would just make things easier for me. Uh, I pictured that big easy button on those old staple commercials. <laughs> and I said, Lord, if I could just hit an easy button. And you know where the Lord took me? The Lord took me to the book of Acts, where oh Paul said, it's through many tribulations oh we enter the kingdom. That's how, that, here's what God taught me. God said, Chad, I'm not going to give you the grace to go around trials. God said, I'm going to give you the grace to go right through them. You choose joy. James 1, 2, count it all joy. And God said, I'm going to walk this every step of the way. Why? Because he's our shepherd. He's not behind us, pushing us forward out into the unknown. He's ahead of us. Yes. He's already walked these paths, and he's bidding us, come, follow me. Sadie? About being true to your character, I think that... um your character has to repre- has to be those those fruits of the spirit. I think that that's who you have to push yourself to be and to let God move. Um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. Those are the character. Those are the characteristics that you have now. Um, you took off your old clothes and you put on new clothes when you accepted Jesus in your heart, and those are the clothes that he is giving you. And the fact that I didn't sing those fruits of the Spirit shows that I have (laughs) (laughs) self-control. I love it. I love it. So uh, we've got about a minute left. Uh, Chad, once again, give us, uh, for people to take their pens and pencils or keyboard and and write these uh, website information down. Yes. Oh, please connect with us at awakenedtograce.com. Download our free mobile app by searching your your app store or Google Play. It's Awakened to Grace. Or shoot me an email, pastorchadroberts at gmail.com. All one word, all lowercase. I'd love to hear from you. Yes, it makes and, my day. And put uh, complicated words in there just to see how he deals with them. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> just joking. Uh, you know, my listening friend— he, it's fun to have newfound friends and that there are so many common denominators there. But one of the great things about <clears throat> in the body of Christ, you're going to find people that have, you know, they basically we'll use the term of the same tribe, but there are also other tribes in this body of Christ as well. And the great thing about Come Together San Diego is I get to delve into all the different people from different walks of Christianity and blend these together so you, my listening friend, can oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, and you'll hear different pieces of different people's ministries and go, I like this, and I like that. So Come Together San Diego is built for you, my listening friend, and it's built also for you, my co-host friends, uh, Pastor Chad Roberts and Sadie, and my other guests that, and co-hosts that come onto the show. This ministry is for you, and it's also for NOW Now. Uh, a quick uh, 10 or 15 second word of encouragement from both of you, and then we'll close the show. Pastor Chad Roberts and Sadie. Well, thank you so much for letting us. You know, when we look at all of our analytics from all of our listeners across the country, did you know California is our number one listening audience? Oh it's our largest audience in the country. So thank you so much for letting us be part of your great program tonight. It's, it's a pleasure. Sadie. Yeah, we have absolutely loved it. Um, I've never been to California, but I feel like uh, I could I could fit in there. Oh, you could. Uh, well, 
That's not true. That's we, not. That's, we've, we've been to San Diego. I've been to. That's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. I remember now. <laughs> I lost my passport in Tijuana. Oh my, my. <laughs> That's a story for another but, day. Another but you day. know what? I told her if they wouldn't let her across the border, I told her, I said, honey, we will support you as a missionary. We'll send you money every month. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll leave this show at that. And uh, tomorrow, Sunday at 6 p.m. is Awakened to Grace. It's a show uh, that Pastor Chad uh, presents, and it's going to be remarkable insights. So my listening friend, thanks for joining us on Come Together San Diego. And just know that what you think might be debilitating may be God's desire to make abilitating in your life because God is with you and he has plans for you, but even greater, he has plans through you. Pastor Chad and uh, wife Sadie and Kaz say, God bless you, my listening friend. Thanks for joining us on Come Together San Diego. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.